0: The Scene on Screen podcast presents Three Men in a Meeple. Are you interested in playing games that don't appear on the screen? Well, that's why we're here. Join David, Sean, and Owen while they talk about all things tabletop. Now pass the dice, because our next turn starts now. Welcome, welcome to another exciting edition of Three Men in a Meeple. Of course, you've got myself, you've got David. Yo. And our good friend, Owen.
1: You bastards. <laughs>
0: our not good friend, Owen.
1: No, I know that you have been making bets. You have been talking about me on your other podcast. Unacceptable. That's right. We- I, I have been listening. Oh, no. And it
2: only, it only took you what? How many weeks?
1: Look, I, I got <laughs> stuff going on. Like, And I do like to listen to the podcast. I'm a big fan. But sometimes I got you know, training and stuff. That's when I usually listen to podcasts at work and I can't sit there and have be trained and listen to the podcast at the same time. So, well, I uh, your job. Yeah. You know what? I'm considering <laughs> it just so I can listen to the podcast full time. I got a lot of backlog to listen to. Yeah.
2: All you right.
0: do. I'll take down the Kijiji ad. No more good friends. Owen required.
1: Oh, thank you. God, I was just so stressed we just out.
2: have, we just have Owen. Cause Owen is a bastard, man. He went uh, to go on a, a bargain game hunting, and he went without me. It was a and solo then he, then solo mission. Then he freaking sent a picture in our group chat showing us all the great deals that yeah, he got.
1: I got a I got some great deals. What am I gonna do? Not yeah. show them off?
0: Yeah, you're right. We are face. not the bastards. Sue the bastards. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, I messaged you and I was like, "Hey man, have you heard the about this great swap and sell at at board or at um, Game Chamber?" And yeah, you're he, like, "No," he, he and t- I was all like, "Come on down." And you're like, "I've got stuff to do. Can't." Yeah, actually. He's Ugh. a
0: friend who's like, hey, man, I've got tickets to the Leaf game tonight. You look down at your watch and you're like, it's 545. Yeah. And well, hey, like, can, you, can you make it to the arena in a half hour? And you're like, I, I mean, well.
2: <laughs> you know what? If you had have told me, you know, the day before, I could have actually scheduled my, my morning. I, so for people who are wondering, I was on call for the whole weekend for work. So it was very difficult to make plans. But if I had known... Before, it's on, it's on
1: their website, in, man. Yeah. It's on well, their website. You cou- man. this is why it's we have each other
2: to share these informations with, with each other. All right,
1: I guess, I guess. Anyway, what, what did you pick up? I got some great stuff. I got fog of love, which I've been wanting to play forever, but I was never willing to bite the cost. So yeah. How much really, was it? Uh, I got that for like 20 That's and it's bad. in like excellent condition. I got uh Lord of the Rings during the middle earth. I got that for 80. And like, I still had the retail price tag, and it was like 160. So I was like, "Damn, that's pretty good." Uh, I got five two one one or fifty two eleven or whatever. I don't know how you would say that. Um, and I went back today, actually, and I got oh, two, thanks got for the it's fun <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I got Xeno Shift. I got um, the uh, oh god, what is it? Um, don't oh, know. don't got,
0: pretend to forget.
1: I got I got a bunch of games, okay, and I'm very excited to dig into them. Now there
2: and was I, a uh, there was a book on top of the stack of games that you showed us. What what oh, was that? Um,
1: God, what? Oh, what book was that? It was I think. God, I don't remember. I just started stacking stuff up. I think this it was a like a,
2: with the hobby. We're going to be talking oh, about this uh, on our next episode, like thinning out your collection. And I think God. Owen might need to take some advice for that episode.
1: Yeah, I need some help. Um, <laughs> No, that was a Warhammer Killzone rulebook that's out of date. So it was two bucks. And then I went back today. When I was back today, I got the um, Warhammer 40K, like core, like I think fourth edition rulebook for two bucks. Has like a ton of great art, great lore. uh, And like you can still use it. It's not like it's like useless. You can still play Mm -hmm. with it. So very excited to like dig into
0: all of that. I got so much. I can't
2: believe you went again.
0: Is this because I said, hey, I might go to a board game store and then I didn't do it? Cause I would have felt bad about it.
1: Uh, I, I don't know, man. I just... I, I was like, you know what? Need more board games. My my shelf has like a little a little tiny itty bitty bit of space left. So got to fill it up. So Actually, that's gotta, not true.
0: It doesn't. I got to <laughs> say, the pile of games you showed us would not be ideal for uh, packing your parents' vehicle and going down the highway to whichever learning establishment you have chosen for this fall no that's right we're we're about to talk about games that you can uh, easily play in a dorm that don't take up a, a ton of room and uh, uh i guess are easy to play would that would that be the easiest statement yeah, yeah. The,
2: easy to learn easy to teach something that you can, you can bust throw down. in your bag bring to you know those different college parties university parties your dorm
1: dorm i don't know how big i never stayed in a dorm i've been in dorms and they're not very big you got like room for a bed room for a dresser and that's about it and like
2: yeah so the the criteria is essentially something that you can play on like a coffee table
1: yeah you can you have to fit it in your room you have to be able to put it on like a, a small table and yeah you have to be able to like teach it to the people around you and you gotta be able to fit it into like small amount of time. You know, you're studying, you're writing papers, you know, you gotta wait, be able wait to on.
2: Did, who studies? I do. <laughs> I <laughs>
1: did study. You, did you actually
2: no, I didn't. Yeah, that's I know. You were you're busy partying. Partying it up. Yeah.
0: I mean, there was parts of the college experience where I definitely didn't study.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Um the like the fourth time I went back to college, I I barely studied.
1: Hey, this last time I went to college, Dean, or was it president's honor roll, baby? Oh yeah, yeah, did real Same. good. They hand
0: school?
2: They hand those out like candy on Halloween. There, Owen. All right, I got that too.
0: Hey, hey, I'm proud of you. <laughs> you not right? in school. I'm, proud I'm of you. just joking. Our good friend Owen. Okay,
2: oh, yeah. no, you can't my be acting good because we we he was The whole first three minutes of this episode for nothing. He's just Owen.
0: He suffered enough. <laughs> I have so, been through hell.
2: So our uh, our criteria for these games, like I said, was uh, something that you can just play on a small table, pick up and go with something that's easy to learn and easy to teach. Um, this list that we've come up with is not a definitive list. It's just something that we have kind of put together that are either staples or you know maybe good different suggestions um so we have seven games that we're going to talk about
0: and you know what's really funny about all seven games when we all met in the f- like in our first version of college i don't think any of these games existed uh, maybe sequence it because that game's old as balls. Oh yeah that
1: yeah uh, but
0: this was the last thing on any of our minds
1: yeah it was a, it yeah. was a yeah.
2: xbox 360
1: Oh yeah, yeah. You, we played a lot of three. You guys played a lot of Xbox, and yeah. I I, yeah, I remember those days. <laughs> yeah. So
2: then, uh, after we go through these these seven suggestions, uh, we're gonna all take a moment and maybe talk about any of our personal suggestions, games that we think personally might be good to add to any college dorm collection. So, first one on the list is a staple um, of pretty much any board game collection. If you don't have this game, where have you been? I actually don't have this game. So where have, been? Been? Where, where have you been? Where have you been? I don't have this game because I can go literally to anybody's house and play this game. Come to my uh, house and play the game. But it you is, don't. yeah, Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. Um, what a shocker! Game, yeah, I know, right? This is the game that is, in my personal opinion, has been overplayed. I've played it so many times that I could produce pretty much guess which cards are going to be played for
1: <laughs> yeah. which, which black cards but, but there's I, a there's a reason why it's overplayed though like it's good it's solid like it's so simple oh hey here take your your five black cards and your five white cards and you just put down the mm-hmm. funniest thing or whatever i forgot yeah. to play it i haven't played in it's, a while <laughs> it's
2: it's a, it's a great conversation game um with the humor that's in it uh there's a lot of adult humor oh my god um, yeah Definitely. I believe they call
0: that toilet humor.
2: Toilet humor. Well, there's toilet
0: humor. That's weird. Yeah,
2: uh, there's a lot of um, inappropriate humor in this game, so it fits right in with you know the 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 older teenage crowd, the, the college crowd, <laughs> college
1: crowd. They're getting drunk and, you know, and getting, making offensive comment like yeah. jokes and yeah, with cards.
2: So, um, this game actually. Uh, you guys know what it's kind of a uh, what what the unofficial predecessor of this
1: game was. The uh, is there something that, uh, scruples. It's something about scruples. Apples is to it? apples. Apples what? to apples. That's right. What is that? What is the
2: name apples to apples is essentially the same game, but uh, this is much more vulgar. And since Cards Against Humanity has come out, there's a a ton of expansions, right? Oh yeah, so um, many. And then there's also, it almost seems like a lot of games that are coming out or that have come out um, take this similar um, like gameplay style from Cards Against Humanity.
1: Well, they nailed it. And I think, well, like you said, like there was Apples to Apples. There was a few games before like it, but they're the ones that really nailed it and really brought it back in a mm-hmm. big way and then they you know like you know it's easy enough to replicate that uh, yeah a few other companies we'll talk about have and they've done it well but you know they just nailed it like they did such a good job
2: mm-hmm. um so cards against humanity it's one of those games that uh it it depends on who you're playing with whether or not they scoring is based off of what the the judge decides is funniest or what they think is the best answer you know what i mean like whether Mm. it's like everyone laughs at something because it's hilarious and like okay that one just obviously wins or is it like one person who is making the decision um
0: it's always the one it's the the judge right like
2: technically yes it's supposed to be them making the 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 decision but um the problem with cards against humanity that i found when you're playing it is that not all of the cards have the same level of humor
1: there's definitely combinations that are like oh yeah i got this combination i play it you laugh i win the round yeah and mean you get the odd time when your hand is complete garbage which there are like um house rules where you're like oh like you get one chance to like just discard your hand and draw a new hand
2: mm-hmm. i think you know what makes that game good is the fact that you can house rule it a lot
1: Oh yeah, it's completely open. Like again, you can just take those cards and do what you want with them. Mm-hmm. And like the rules are so simple that it's like, you know, yeah, you draw cards, you play cards, one person picks the winner, move on. Yeah.
2: And uh a cool thing about that game though is that the company, the guys who make it, they are actually very good at kind of supporting w- real-world causes. Oh yeah, Um, They were buying
1: the border, right? The borderland and the, and the sex, they couldn't build the wall on it.
2: (laughs) Yeah. They, and they've done a lot of stuff for, for, you know, groups that need help financially and and whatnot, but they also do a lot of like stupid things as well. Um, It's funny because for, well, they did at one point have a pay what you want for cards against humanity. So, at the Wasn't time that just
0: expansion packs that they had no, that like
2: they, they had the full the full game my brother paid one dollar for it oh, and awesome. uh, then he told me about this hey, he pulled an owen he told ha. me about it right after it ended pulling an owen <laughs> the, the promo um <laughs> but in the past they've done stuff they did uh a, a christmas event or an event around christmas time it's called uh, 10 days of kwanzaa or whatever and what it was is You paid, I think it was $20 and every day for 10 days, they would send you something different. Um, So I have a few small little games that they sent. I have, uh, they gave these like candies that when you eat it, it makes sour things taste really sweet and Uh, like bitter things taste really sweet, uh, which is kind of cool. I own a one square foot plot of land uh, on an (laughs) Island somewhere nice um they released like they sent like a bunch of other stuff you know like uh, salaries of all of like the senators in the united states and stuff like that um but then also they they had some custom card packs so it's funny i i kind of do own this game but not enough to play it i have two custom card packs um with one of them has my name on it as the white card. Nice. is just my name and then there's a black card that uh has here lies david armstrong uh 1988 to 2019 or 2018 whatever when the card was printed he will most be remembered for blank being a bitch
1: that's so fun
2: right so it's kind of cool like that they've they've done that so anyone who signed up for this uh this event thing has these cards, like has a custom cards with their names on it that they can put into their deck. So as much as I probably would never bring this game out to a party that I'm hosting personally, I'm just waiting for a really cheap price to get this game so that I can put those custom cards in there so that I have a fully, like a customized copy of the game, which I personally think that when that card comes up, like if someone were playing with the card with my name on it, It could lead to some very, very funny situations.
1: Oh, yeah. No, what you do is you take that card and slip it into somebody else's deck and don't tell them. So when they play, they pull it and they're like, (laughs) what the hell? (laughs) Yeah, that'd be funny. Um, Yeah, and they also have all the, like all, you mentioned the expansions. The expansions are very cool because they're like kind of targeted to like different genres and stuff. So you have Mm -hmm. one that's like all fantasy themed or one that's all superhero themed or like, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, They just, it it really, it could be like, oh, cool. I can add this like 80s themed stuff to my deck. And like, and when you play it, you get them. And it just adds another level of, I don't know, kind of humor or comedy or like something that's more situational. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's also like some offshoot. Um against websites where it's like friends against humanity, muggles against humanity, mm-hmm. The Simpsons, oh. all that stuff. There's yeah. also
1: um off-brand ones. Like I have one that's called Crabs Adjust Humidity, and it's another company entirely that took the same format and you just like mix it in with all your other well, stuff. Well
2: yeah, like Crabs Adjust Humidity is just a third party expansion thing. Like, do they have a an actual base game?
1: I don't think so. No. They yeah, just I they think just, they've just
2: I think yeah. they just have made uh, expansion packs that you can put into the base game. Um, there is everyone knows the the uh, bigger blacker dick card, right? No. Yeah, but you had to
0: destroy the box to <laughs> yeah. get it. No, that's, oh, the, wait. that's no, no, the no, no, no. So
2: in okay, so here's the, this is the cool thing. So they have the bigger blacker box, which mm-hmm. is a very large box that can hold like all of the expansions and stuff like that. In the base game, there is a, an actual card that's just a big a bigger blacker dick.
0: I think I have that card somewhere, but
2: in the bigger blacker box inside of the actual cardboard. So if you yeah, you have to open it up. Cu- yeah. You have to like cut the cardboard up. There is a card that says the biggest blackest dick. Nice. Which um, so I don't know. My my brother has that giant box, um, and he has not oh, he has yeah. not opened it up because there do is it. a way that there is a way that you can do it like with an exacto knife. That's you know, be very delicate about it, and just kind of make small incisions so you can just kind of take layer by layer but I don't know it's one of those th- th- this is what this company does you know like they, they kind of do these jokes about like they they don't take themselves seriously right if they offend people they don't really care
1: oh god look at the game <laughs> <laughs> right
2: Oh um, my God! so yeah I it, but it's one of those games that I think every every everybody has except for me right and i think it's been played so much it, it that
1: it, it, it can get old
2: that yeah like when when if i'm at a party and people want to pull that out i'm not super excited about playing it right as as i was before when it was new or had not played it a lot but for people who are just getting new to or just starting in college university you know there's a good chance that a lot of these people have, you know, just come out of high school. So they might not necessarily have been into playing these games as much. So it might be new for them. Right. Yeah. Which it's also a great just conversation game, you know?
1: Oh yeah. Just, you know, you know, having a few drinks, at like the dorm room, kitchen table, and you got the game out, you know, playing a few rounds, you know, laughing it up. Yeah. It's nice. It's a nice icebreaker. We'll say that. Mm.
0: So do you guys play this game with any, um, I guess, house rules aside from just, laugh and have fun because
1: uh, you,
0: you kind of have to have that like okay if you're going to be easily offended you probably shouldn't play this game but i know for us um we we have like some shots rules like if nobody laughs and like the table's quiet on an answer you have to take a shot uh, like <laughs> stuff that? like that
1: that's fun that's yeah, really I cool i
0: haven't played that i think the only rule
2: that we really play with is like certain discard rules mm. so like once per round, you can discard a single card,
1: okay, and if like it's like, if it's
2: trash right, like, like drop, yeah, yeah, but you can only discard at the end of like end of scoring, okay, right, so you can't just be like, oh, I'm gonna discard this and then have a new card just for the next question, um or like for the current question, right, right you can, you have to wait for so. Yeah, that's the only one that we play with.
1: Yeah, I think I said it. Like, uh, yeah, I think if you have a crap hand, like your whole hand is just garbage, you don't think it's going to be really funny. You can just toss it and just draw in your hand. You can't do that every round. You can do it like maybe once or twice, whatever whatever people are like comfortable with. Uh, But other than that, like there, I don't know. There, there isn't really that much to the game to house rule, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But no, anything can be house ruled anything you can just make a whole new game with that with the cards yeah Uh, but yeah like i I think that game is just great especially introducing new people i know i've been to a few parties where i don't know somebody or a couple people and that game comes out and you're right like next thing you know you're joking you're laughing you're like oh my god i can't believe you said that or like and then you're having tickle fights fights, you know (laughs) Then, then you're best friends you're sharing each other's clothes you're like doing all kinds of stuff yeah really great.
2: So kind of um the I would say the evolution of the humor from Cards Against Humanity. I know Sean you really enjoyed this game. Uh that would be joking hazard. It's Did you finally di- get a copy? I I have not. <laughs> mm. You should.
1: It's great. No,
0: we were at a store twice. He's like, "Oh, I think I can get it for like a dollar cheaper." Oh man, that one buck. It was the most David situation ever.
1: Yeah,
2: especially when you when you're on a budget.
1: That one buck can do, you know.
0: I mean, Joking Hazard re- regularly retails in the twenty three to twenty five dollar mark. It's a, yeah, it's a, I'm, it's I'm, game.
2: I'm waiting for the nineteen ninety nine
0: mark. So here's the thing about Joking Hazard. Joking Hazard was probably so well received. Again, this is going back to the Oatmeal conversation we had previously. This game was based off the Cyanide and Happiness co- uh, comics, not the Oatmeal. They are the Oatmeal, yeah.
2: Uh, oatmeal wrong? and cyanide to happiness are two different things. So
0: no, it's a cyanide right. happiness website. I thought that's yeah. The oatmeal yeah. does uh, throw throw burrito and that other stuff.
2: Exploding kittens. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So the neat thing about joking hazard is a lot of the comic frames that you see are things that you've seen in the comics already. The only problem with the base game, and that's probably why it's so inexpensive is because there's not much to it. Uh, there's like, not a lot of longevity to it to the so, game unless you so, buy expansions
2: so how hmm. is the game played like what's the premise of the game for so, people who don't know
0: so the game is played very simply you have a hand of comic panels now it doesn't matter what comic panels you have because every turn it, when you are in charge you place down your comic panel you can either put it and say it's the middle comic panel and then people have to put stuff on the front of the back oh sorry i should say if it's a it's a two card drop you have to put the panel either...
1: It's at the end. The fr-
0: yeah, the end, or I think you can choose front and back. But almost every time you place... When you're in charge or it's your turn, you place down the first two cards, and you say you either have to start the comic or end the comic.
1: Right. So everybody else plays the last frame, right?
0: Yes. I, then, I think there are some variations where it's play the start, but I think they're like little arrows or something.
1: Okay, yeah. It's been a while since I've played it, but that's generally the gist of it, where like... Uh, two panels are placed and then everybody places the third panel to um, complete the sequence. And my God, you get some really funny stuff like side night and happiness. It's probably one of my favorite comic strips, just amazingly, like, you know, dark humor and just like, just so funny. And then Mm -hmm. being able to control that and, and making these really twisted, you know, funny comics is just amazing. I, that game, every time we play it, I like die laughing. It's so good.
2: So the the thing with um, Joking Hazard is it's not necessarily a game that you're going to play with a large group of friends, like uh, how you would play Cards Against Humanity. This is something that because you need to be able to read the cards, and everyone needs to be able to see what's being played. Um, what's what's the uh, maximum? It's like two to
1: five.
0: Uh, i'm just um, looking it up right now i also got the price wrong it's like 35 dollars average yeah
1: three to to ten players okay three to ten says best with five though so that's like in your like dorm room range exactly so this is something
2: that you can maybe not necessarily bring to a uh, like a house party or something that, that you're going to on a friday night but uh if you're having friends over into your dorm and you're just hanging out in the living room this might be a good one to play um there are lots of expansions. Some of them are are extremely, oh uh, yeah, not safe for work.
1: Yeah, we I think we have all of them up to date. We have like Token hazard, uh some of the other ones, but yeah, they are very very offensive.
0: I so, buy a big box for them all because like yeah. I, I have a nice wooden one for all my Cards Against Humanity, but
1: a bigger wooden box. Yeah, <laughs> it,
0: it it was crazy. So like I randomly got this box at christmas once and it just happened to be oh it's for hockey cards or something and i i just used it for um cards against humanity instead a better card (laughs) well because i had the base game and then i bought like the first five expansions and we also have like a small friends expansion and something else so like we have a lot of cards
1: yeah like here's the thing do you add all those cards in like all the time like oh and like then yeah then like and then like sorting them all out, I think that's a huge pain in the ass.
0: Nope, got rid of all the boxes and threw them all in. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. just automatic—they're yeah. in.
0: Not only that, is. it's just like I'm thinking about you now. It's like the most evil thing I could have done because we got rid of all the original cardboard, oh, shuffled it all up in there. There's some in there with Dorito stains. It's the best.
1: My, we God. Take that,
2: that's, thats a game with history. That's the thing.
0: We take that game camping. Because we, right, like, you, know you could just replace cards. Are you cards guys still
2: talking them? about cards against humanity again?
0: <laughs> yeah. Sorry, right, We, 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 we so,
1: backtracked to So I have uh, an
2: expansion for Joking Hazard that I got in the uh, trial by trolley Kickstarter. So that's oh, another man. reason why I'm, I've been trying to find that game for like the $20 price point. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Uh, it's just like a Kickstarter exclusive expansion.
1: I'll buy it off you. Yeah, No. Yeah, come um, on, man.
2: So this uh, next one is a little different. This is a team-based shooter. No, it's a team-based um, board game, so to speak, card game. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are many, many different versions of this game. Different themes. There's Simpsons. There's Harry Potter. There's Marvel. Marvel.
1: There's also a very, like a very juicy, not surf, safe for work version that you can only get at Target in the states. And we have
0: what is it, it called?
1: Oh my god! I can com- I forget the the name of it. All right, you figure but that it, out. But yeah, I'll, game, I'll, I'll figure that out. The game that we're
2: talking about is none other than Code Names. Um, this is essentially a team-based game, uh, kind of like if you think about it, it's kind of like, um, Guess Who, where one person is the uh code master the, the code master yes and they have to say uh one word is it one
1: word uh they say a one word uh to try to in like guide the um the spies or whatever to the uh the most amount of clues i guess yes. is the best way yeah. to say so
2: it. so they say a word a that could word. yeah that could connect so, so this game setup is on the table, there will be a a bunch of cards with single words on them. Some of them will be colored blue. Some of them will be colored red, and some of them will be just colored gray. There are two teams, blue and red, and the code master. Is it They're the code master? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Their job is to get their teammate to guess the words on their colored cards. That's correct. So they would say one word that could describe as many of the colored cards on on the board that matches their color. So say some of the cards was hat um, <laughs> I'm trying to blank now hat, hair, and mustache um, ha- headphones, right? <laughs> hat, hair, headphones. Uh, you could say head. Three. So you just also wait,
1: no, wait, do you say the number as well, yeah. You say um, the numbers, yeah. You, as say, well. yeah, you, you say, say the
2: number of cards, right? So yeah, you, you could say, say head for three, sure. and so now people have to guess. They have three guesses to to guess a the three right words cards. that could yeah. match. So if someone were to say hat, then we've gotten that one correct. If someone were to then guess a card an that is of the opposite color, they lose points. Um, and, and it just keeps going back and forth between teams until all of the uh, the the cards have been...
0: So what, what side guess, has flipped guess
2: all correctly. Yeah, yeah. Right.
0: You missed and... uh, one important element of those turns, though. Mm. So if your team does go three for three... Oh, yeah, three, there's like, a steal, right? You get a bonus guess. Damn. So the bonus guess is sometimes useful if you've missed. Like if you did head for two and you only got one of them, Right, yeah, and you, you guessed wrong the other time, then, yeah. and it was like a bystander. You're like, oh, phew, I didn't lose a game, but I didn't hit the the spy. Mm-hmm. Um, then yeah. you can like go back the next turn and you'd be like, okay, so like we just did deodorant for three, but I still have one clue for head. Maybe I can go and steal. Mm-hmm. So it's right. uh, it's a really cool element to the game that I think a lot of people forget about
1: yeah there's also the assassin space, so one space in the grid is an assassin. if you guess it, the game automatically ends and you lose so if you're making those clues, if you're saying head and like or if you're like you know uh leading it to say like head like you know hat you know headphones hair. And like ears is on there and ears is the assassin space and somebody says that, then they lose the game. So you want to like mm-hmm. make sure you don't leave clues that will go to the assassin. Um oh, by the way, the um the not safe for work version is called Deep Undercover 2.0. Interesting. Oh, damn. And man, we played that at a board game cafe with uh my wife's cousins, and that was very awkward. We we're like, oh, this will be funny, and then it's like, no, this is just
2: Weird. It was not funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Codenames is a is a good is a good game to play when you have a, a well, you need at least four
1: people, I guess. That's the you, is that the minimum? Um, let's that's start. like their
2: regular Codenames, right? There's Codenames Duel.
1: Yeah, Codenames yeah. Duel, I think, is oh, I is no, like
0: I'm for two people. Yeah, and they also have Codename Pictures, which is kind of harder. Oh, because you can't really describe what's in the photo,
1: right? Well, I guess you could.
0: Well, you can't use descriptive words, and you can't use words that are also appear on the board. It's, oh, it's it's Uh, like pyramid, right? You can't, you can't, like you can't push people to the answer, right? Well, you have to be very clever.
1: Codenames is two to eight players, best played with six to eight. So you would have one they're called spy masters i just looked it up you'd have one spy master on each team and then two spies who are like trying to guess and all that mm-hmm. so uh, and then in the other way you'd have three spies and, and two spy masters so that's kind of the best ways that that max player count i don't even know how you would really play that game with with two players it doesn't really make sense but yeah I, I i remember
2: playing it with two players but i do not remember how it was done but
1: i'll do, like, um, look into the rules and see how that's done because it just isn't like i don't see how that's even possible <laughs> so
2: i find that code though is also a great game to play with uh like older older people oh yeah you, you know can... maybe like in your in your later years of college or university maybe you have your professor, you guys, your, <laughs> well, you you. your
1: professor over in your dorm room if you're having
2: your professor over in your dorm room i'm sure you're doing something else but oh.
1: um
0: curating <laughs> <get it,
2: laughs> you your know, grades extra extra homework right um you know just if you're hanging out with some friends after you know a, a, i don't know study, study, sesh, study <laughs> session or something i don't know um generally when i found that when we've played this game it it has been on a more kind of relaxed casual hangout night where people are just you know not going crazy partying but just you know having a bunch of drinks and having a good time right because for this one a little more concentration is needed
1: yeah i find um it drives me crazy when you get somebody who is really pointed and like is trying to give you clues i'm just like drawing a blank and I'm like I can't I don't understand I don't figure it out and like I feel bad I'm like I'm sorry I can't pick up your hints that you're trying to drop mm-hmm. and, uh, for me this is a game like I like to pull it. I like to play but got it every once in a while I have a game where I'm like I'm sorry I just didn't get what you're putting down and
2: yeah feel bad. <laughs> so um if you've decided that you no longer want to play Codenames and you want to play something a little more silly but also with some strategy you might pick up a little game about little felines that might explode of course we're talking about exploding kittens
0: or it's expansion imploding kittens
2: I've, I've never played the expansion but i do have uh i do have the base game
0: yeah
1: i feel like i have imploding kittens and i just never played it it's like it's gotta no i don't have it never mind don't listen to me um but yeah the base game i played it a few times uh it's good it's it's a really fun game it's kind of like a hot potato game where you gotta like you know i think god i I forget it it's you know uh, somebody will play like the exploding kitten and you gotta play a card to like block it is that what i am
2: yeah you you kind of um the goal is to be the last one alive Hmm. essentially so you have different cards that you play They, they have different actions um and yes, it's it's much like Hot Potato. You don't want the Exploding Kitten in your hand at a certain time.
1: Mm. Yeah. Uh, oh, I just got the description here. It's like, Exploding Kittens is a kitty-powered version of Russian roulette. Players take turns drawing cards until someone draws an Exploding Kitten and loses the game. So that's basically... Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. I've played this game a, f- a few times with a bunch of people, and it can get... It can get pretty intense.
1: Um, yeah, kind of that anticipation, like, "Oh man, am I going to get the exploding mm-hmm. kitten?" Yeah,
2: and there are like trump cards in there where you can, um, personally, like, you can hand off or discard the exploding kitten or or whatnot. I remember playing with some some people, and one, it was just, I think there was like five of us playing,
1: mm-hmm.
2: which I think is the maximum. It's Two to five. Yeah. yeah we were playing with five people and it kind of came down to two of us and i i forget what card i had but pretty much it allowed me to i, I well I, it it was a trump card and i won and nice. the person that we were that i was against they were adamant that they were going to win like they thought oh, that yeah? they had the, the game Ooh. and then i you know it was like the Uno reverse card. Oh, <laughs> you know? I love it. And, oh, and then they they lost. It was it was a great victory. But this one as well, this one's by the Oatmeal. So there's people that made um, the Oatmeal comic online. And they uh, th- this is a good party game. Because like Cards Against Humanity and like Joking Hazard, you can play with a decent number of people. It has a lot of crude humor there is a not safe for work version and a regular safe for work version yeah um it, it's just they're good um humorous talking uh conversation starting games
1: yeah i do like the intensity that you get at near the end um of these games and it is good for dorms because it the box is small and it plays say 15 to 20 minutes so it's quick it's lightweight. It's not too like complex, so it's easy to teach to like your fellow uh, dorm folk. Mm-hmm. So,
2: well, and that's the thing is like the the game starts off kind of slow, not like slow boring, but just slow paced, right? And then as people get eliminated, as it kind of it's it's like the uh, musical chairs, right? Right, where things really start getting. Picking violent. up and then, <laughs> yeah, you know, you're throwing. Next thing you know, someone's on the, on the ground with a black eye because,
1: yeah, you want that chair. They, they trip my chair. They
2: tripped into the chair. I swear. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was uh, exploding kittens. Now this next one. Can I? Can, one, I can I oh, yeah. uh,
0: jump in real quick?
2: Yeah, for sure. Absolutely.
0: <clears throat> I'm not a fan of exploding kittens. you oh. have it. Tell me it's, why. It's the same game over and over and over again. There's no variety.
1: Um, you collect
0: cards as fast as you can and hope you don't get hit by a bomb it's uh, like it's a fun game we bought it on a whim but it's just if people are like hey i'm gonna pull out exploding kittens i'm like
1: so like how often would you say you'd be like fine playing this game like once a year you're like oh cool it's exploding kittens i haven't played this in a year year.
0: once a year maybe
1: it's a once a year game yeah you're like mark it on your calendar tonight's Exploding kittens it's night.
0: Like I don't mind that we spent twenty dollars on it, but I mind that we spent twenty dollars on now,
2: it. Now do you have the not safer work version or the safer work version? I don't remember. Is the is the box red or is it black?
0: I think it's red. And that's the
2: regular safer work version. Yeah, version. that's the that's the lame version. Like, I have the black version. The one with version. the
0: laser pointers and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. remember.
2: Yeah, so I I think honestly, I think the not safer work version is more enjoyable just because it's a little raunchier. It, It's yeah it's got the better humor because we're you know we're bad people like that
0: but yeah I, right. ap- but I apologize that, guys i'm uh- that,
2: that's fair that's why it's our middle of the road game <laughs> um so this next one i know sean you haven't played this uh owen you've played it this is one of my i would say more favorite games to play out at a bring out to the kitchen table
1: that's interesting Uh, to me but yeah continue (laughs) continue what kind of
0: table did you just say
2: you know the one i said you know you heard me the kitchen table i've Um, never heard of a kitchen table oh my god Anyway, so this is a storytelling party game um now it's not necessarily it's not a party game that you would play with you know five or well, you can play with up to five people, but uh, you you won't play with a lot of people. You you do need some wits about you to play this game. You know, you can't be just blackout drunk.
1: Yeah, um, some strategy. It's a strategy game. There yeah. is.
2: So the, the cool thing about this game is the cards. So the idea of the game is everyone plays as a, f- a family of misfits. And the goal is to have your family die.
1: You got to no you got to make them as but, miserable as you can.
2: Yeah, well the goal is to have them die, but they yeah. can only die when they're miserable. So right. the, you need to have the most negative points. And whoever has the most negative points at the end of the game wins. So you play uh, the cards are like a they're like a transparent plastic with and then you play modifier cards on top of everyone's on either your family or someone else's family and it changes the point value. Yeah. And it,
1: it's and like it a has, modifier, like the yeah. the overlay modifies what's yeah. on the card below,
2: because it awesome. covers certain aspects of the card, and then it has story prompts. Mm-hmm. So the main point of this, like the main, I guess, um, appeal of this game, is being able to come up with like some some crazy ridiculous story based off of the prompts on the cards, and then you you make the story that something's happening to these characters.
1: Yeah, he even says it in the rule book where it's like this yes, this is a storytelling game and if you say have a family member and you place like they fell in a well or something like that then you have to tell a story about how they fell in a well or like they fell in a well and they like broke their leg and now they're miserable because mm-hmm. they can't get up the stairs to go to the bathroom or something mm-hmm. like that. And and yeah. like it's really fun that way where you you build these stories and with with these characters.
2: So it's um uh, I know Sean you haven't played this actually Next time uh, we get together we'll have to play this one cuz this is a this is a really good game. Um my other half loves to play this game as well. We have a bunch of expansions. There's a, a bunch of expansions. I think with with some of them you they all add another family. So I think you can play up to 7 people, but the best number of people to play with is around 4, 4 or 5. Right. Um because after a while it becomes difficult to remember kind of all the story prompts and stuff like that for other people um but uh, i ended up playing this game uh just last night actually oh, really? i had some uh got together with some friends we played this last night um they had never played this before so it's a really easy game to teach and uh, the, the interesting thing about this game is one of the people that we were playing with they were they they said at the very beginning they're like oh i'm not very good at making making up stories you know i'm not gonna be good at this game but Eventually, like after a few rounds, they really got into it and they had some like they came up with some pretty crazy, crazy stories that happened to, you know, my characters and um, one of the other guy's characters. So nice. That's awesome. This is the one I think that's the one concern that people have when we pull this game out is that because it's a storytelling game, if you don't have people are concerned that or worried that if they don't have a a great imagination, they're not going to be able to be successful at this game but um that person who was not very good at telling stories ended up having 100 or minus 150 points completely blowing us out of the water
1: that's awesome but like so that's the game side of it but like the the storytelling you like you're right like even if it's somebody's a bit shy their stories can be as in-depth or like crazy as they want to be and i think once people start Getting chatting you know it kind of greases the wheels and they can start adding in and like mm-hmm. that's a great reason why it would be a good dorm room game i think is because that is another icebreaker you're like you know you're you're easily maybe making some friends that yeah you, people you just met or people that you're like trying to get to know and you can be like oh hey and you're bouncing stories off each other it's just nice
2: well and, and another um thing that makes this game really easy for people who aren't necessarily good storytellers or who aren't good at improv so to speak is that all the cards have a a story prompt they just have a title so one of them was like locked on a train or like owen said you know fell down a well um can got or uh, acquired consumption you know just things like that Died of dysentery right so (laughs) there's there's these story prompts that people can just take that and build onto it Mm -hmm. and if you're really good at it you know i've i've played this game with my Um, other half and when you're playing with two people it makes it really it's really easy to just kind of keep building stories on your own family and theirs right which is really cool so like this game does work really well for for two people so if you're playing if you just have you know one or two people over in your dorm you guys are just hanging out you know this is a great game to play but also if you have a few more people and you're just want to hang out and play some funny games you know this would be a great game for theater kids
1: <laughs> oh yeah for sure like that for, and like for D- english english like- majors yeah D all the way or like yeah pretty yeah. much like hey just gonna bring my pen and paper and write down these stories <laughs> yeah
2: and there's uh there's a lot of different themed versions of this game there's um cthulhu gloom there's a game of thrones version called uh gloom of thrones which i actually just recently picked up i oh, got um, that one at um, I, la moots <laughs> yeah i uh i've never seen game of thrones i really have no Huh? intention i have no intention to watch it but because these games are all of the expansions and stuff like that are interchangeable i just figure it's it's more cards to have more story prompts yeah right for sure. like, so it just it just after a while you know of playing any base game you know you, just like cards against humanity you know you, you know all of the cards so i figure you know having some more expansions We'll just add more options. So this is a great game to bring out. It's, it's also not too long. You know, you can play it within an hour. You can play it, you know, it depends on how many people we have. But yeah, generally, yeah. you know, 30 to 60 minutes. So, and I think it's a great addition. It's literally the size of uh, a it's, deck of cards.
1: Yeah, right? it, like, it's like, yeah, two deck. Deck packs like side by side. And uh, if
2: you're worried about people spilling their drinks or getting their greasy Dorito fingers on them, you don't have to worry about that with this game because all the cards are plastic.
1: Oh, I'm still going to sleeve them.
2: Uh, (laughs) I don't care.
1: Um, So
2: this next one, uh, Sean was very vocal about adding it to our list.
0: Hey, Owen supported it.
2: Oh, no, I, I, I'm i not saying <laughs> I'm not saying that he, you're the only one, but I'm just saying you were very vocal about it. So that is sequence. Sean, let us know what sequence is, because I've never actually played it, but I've seen it and I hear I hear very good things about it, though.
0: So sequence is a simple game of tic-tac-toe meets war. You get a You get two decks of cards, some poker chips and a board. Now it's cool. Because the creators of Sequence have created a dorm version of the game, which is a, a cylinder tube with a like a flexi play mat kind like of situation. It, kind of like those mats that you used to play on your car, uh your cars with. So mm-hmm. it's durable.
1: Yeah.
0: But they've created this tube that you slide your cards and your poker chips in there. And it's great. You roll. Uh, you have your board game or your uh, your board in front of you. And there is multiple spaces on the board, which are just random cards. Now, the object of your game is as you draw cards throughout uh, the game, you're trying to connect five. First person to two sequences of five wins. Now, it is a back and forth game where you can obviously see people developing lines and you can play cards in your hand to deter those lines from forming. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a great maniacal game like... uh Myself and the other half will play every once in a while if we just want to start an argument. <laughs> right, um, but it's great because it's it's just one of those games where you don't really have to think, but you can play with a little bit of a strategy. You can oh, have that some game's drinks. All strategy. Like uh, I've gone over to uh, like just some friends' houses and like that game has been pulled out because you can play on teams too. So you can play six players, uh, two per team, and the the only rule that they have is no table talk.
1: Ah. Uh. You can't so, like do like secret signals.
0: Yeah. It's kind of like Euchre, no table, <laughs> yeah. which is, a, which makes it really fun. And it's just, it's such a basic game. I know there's multiple versions of sequence. The most popular one is, um, the, the dual deck of cards, but I do believe there's a word one. Um, and I can't remember what the third one is.
1: No, Sequence has always been a family favorite. I used to play Sequence with, uh, when I was little with my mom, my grandma, my grandpa. And it was always such a blast. It was such a fun game. Uh, highly recommend it to pretty much anybody. Like, cause it's, it's a game that like kind of s- speaks to all levels. Like, you could break this out like at like a family gathering or, you know, at a dorm room, uh, especially like with the roll up mat. I think that's a great, um, kind of storage. uh, It is more
0: expensive though. Holy,
1: but it's worth it. You know, like I would, I would totally play a game of sequence whenever
2: the, the base game, like with the cardboard mat is fairly small in itself. It's really no bigger than a, uh, a medium sized textbook.
0: Yeah. There's just no real inserts in the box. So Owen would have nightmares.
1: Oh yeah. It would be terrible. Those green
0: chips are touching the blue ones.
1: But it's funny because like a lot of people, when I was growing up, anybody who had this game literally made the game themselves. All they did was buy four decks of cards or was it three decks? I think it's three decks of cards. You literally take one deck, you cut all the cards in half, glue them to a board, buy a thing of poker chips and you have like a board game for, I don't know, whatever that stuff costs. Not a lot of money.
0: Oh, that is so smart doing it half, (coughs) half and half.
1: Yeah, because if you look at the board, it's literally just cards cut in half and glued to a, a piece of wood, or whatever cardboard.
0: Well, if you if you look at the card like the actual, it's just very small versions of cards. Right. But yeah, yeah. that's that's very smart. That I like that. That's uh, that's really clever.
1: Yeah. So there you go, everybody. If you ever want to play sequence, that's all you got to do.
0: And
2: also, if you lose the cards you can just buy a new deck of cards that's regular playing cards and if you lose any of the chips well you can just get poker chips from you know anywhere really
0: it's interesting owen because you've played this game as well how do you play the corners because i know jacks are wild there are what is it eye covered jacks are the ones that you can are wild and then the ones with two eye or two eyed jacks you can remove a chip from anywhere on the board Right, I, yeah. I believe how that works, and then yeah. corners are free or not allowed.
1: Corners are free, and I think from what I'm seeing right now, I think they're jokers as well. Yeah,
0: what, the the one uh, I see on Amazon has like a "do not enter" sign on the corners, which is weird.
1: Oh, then maybe it is. I don't know. Like, like I've always I, played I, it free. When I played it, I literally like played it. However, anybody else, like I never read the rules. I didn't know there was rules. People just said, "Oh, you put down a card and you." put down a chip and I was like cool I'll try to make a line uh so I guess maybe there are some house rules there but uh yeah I am not a hundred percent sure but uh, yeah, the- I, I think I saw a copy of this at a value village today which now I'm kind of regretting not buying because <laughs> I don't have a copy of it
0: it's it's a fantastic game I this game like many others I was introduced to at a party and I was like wow this game is pretty fun then Chris and I started playing it.
1: Yeah, it's like super. It's super simple. Uh, really easy to get to the table. Teach. Uh, the only thing that I would be worried about is size because if you're if you're not playing on like uh, a smaller kind of like custom board or mat, the size can get pretty big. But but you again, can
0: play this on the floor too.
1: Oh yeah, you just get on the floor. Mm-hmm. You play some games.
0: Dorm room kitchen table. I don't know. Do they have those things?
1: Dorm room kitchen floor.
0: dorm room nook floor
2: oh there there you you go go. yeah
0: all
2: right sean this next one's all on you because i don't i don't know this game actually
0: have you never played telestrations uh
2: i
1: don't know i don't know like i have seen the box but yeah i don't think i've ever played telestrations so Uh, this is all on you man
0: i'm trying to telestrations is literally pictionary but everybody gets a whiteboard book Mm. and it kind of like um Oh, what was it? You know, like secret word where you're like, and it's like purple monkey dishwasher. Mm -hmm. Oh, like telephone, right? Exactly. So every single person in your circle gets one thing to draw. Okay. And then as it goes around, you're like, you're learning about this item and you're trying to make your own iteration. And then when it finally gets the the final person, you're supposed to guess what it is from the original picture. Oh, oh. is it like...
1: Foldy, it's foldy, draw, draw.
0: <laughs> kind of. I'm trying to think of like how you share that information because usually you're like passing it around. Uh, I'm just pulling up board game geek real quick. Cause I haven't played in a little bit. Each yeah. player begins by sketching. a telestration's illustrations were dictated by the roll of a die. The old fashioned sand timer may limit the amount of time uh, to execute the sketch. And then you pass it on to the next player who must guess what's being drawn.
2: Oh yeah, I think I played this. Yeah, players must like simultaneously
0: once. pass the guess, um, but you could play it with multiple people at the same time. So it's like, what was this? And everybody has something different.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. I I do enjoy those kind of drawing games. I always think they're a lot of fun. Uh, it it is kind of like the whole um, uh, I guess like uh, would would you say monikers kind of falls into the same realm. Yes.
0: So but- l- let me, let me correct myself. Cause uh, you draw the picture and then you hand it over to the next person. They guess what it is. Okay. Okay. So let's say I drew a camera and like a person in a star and then you guessed movie star. Ah. Then the next person looks at the word, writes it down again, passes it. And it just keeps going. And like the example I'm looking at here starts as that. Then somebody draws like a, a weird looking theater with two people on a screen plus a star. Then the the next person guessed people in a box and a star. And then the next picture is people drawn in a box <laughs> with a star beside it. And the final guest to that round was Jesus family.
1: Oh my God. I love it. It's, yeah. Those, those games are so funny. Like there's, there's
0: also a dirty version.
1: Oh, well that's obviously the one you want.
0: Yeah. Telestration's after dark.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: It's a, it's a pretty fun game. It's a, I think we played it at a New Year's party, like as a nice kind of a warm up game, an icebreaker.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing about games like that. That's exactly what they're great at, is being icebreakers. You know, you're meeting new people for the first time, or you're like, you're in a dorm room. So you're going to spend a bunch of time with them. Might as well be friends with them. And you're like, what's a better way to get to know somebody than like joking around, having some laughs, you know? And like, I think those games are just
0: a really perfect way to do that you're you're 100 right and it's it's funny because when we went to school the first time as you guys say it but when we went to school cell phones weren't really what cell phones are now (laughs) so like games like this would have actually had a little bit of a different longevity i think and if the boom happened then it would have been great but a lot of people may not need any of these things because if they have access to Jackbox party games, that's legitimately it, most of these games are in a Jackbox. Yeah.
1: Right? That's what I was just about to say. Drawful. I love Drawful. So fun. Like, yeah, I think that's the, my one of my favorite games in the Jackbox like line of games because I do love that drawing and kind of like what finding out what people say and it's just such a good time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think um, those like things like Jackbox have kind of made uh, big inroads into like, you know, would you bring telestrations to a game like a, like a party or, you know, a get together or would you just break out Jackbox if you have it?
0: I'm, I mean, quiplash can be played on your TV with 10 cell phones.
2: Yeah. And that's, I think that's the thing nowadays is that these are very similar games, but they are, everyone has a TV with at least some, you know, Google um, Chromecast right. or, or uh, what's the Apple one?
0: Apple TV, Airplay,
2: like Airplay, right. Where you can just cast uh, your, your mobile device. So, or, you know, just load it up on your computer. Yeah. Um, and like, I have, I have it on my tablet, right? So, I can bring my tablet anywhere and sure. It might be a smaller screen, but we can play it on that or I can cast it to a, a big screen. and We can play that. Everyone has uh, a modern cell phone, you know, that like runs Android or iOS and they can play that. But I think I would, I personally would rather play, you know, t- telestrations in like with a group of people around because sure, it's, it's easy to set up and play a game on your TV with your phones. And sure, it could be a lot of fun, but there's just something special about playing these like drawing games where it, you know, like telestration is like the telephone game, but drawing, right? Right. Yeah. And, and playing with a group of friends and, and working on that together, right? I, I, I have played this game. It was many, many years ago, but I do remember it was a, it was a ton of fun because you get some people that can, that are good artists, some people that are mediocre and some people that are just trash. Right?
1: Oh, oh yeah, and, those, and the it, trash ones are the best ones because you're like, "What is this?" Oh, I guess the, the the funniest the funniest things come out of those.
2: Yeah. Um. So yeah, like the, that's our, our our you know curated list of games that we've come up with. But uh, now, is there any games that we haven't talked about that you guys think should be an, an addition? that anyone should bring if, if they're kind of on the fence about one of these, what's an extra game that oh that's, they should add.
1: You ever heard of a little game called twilight Imperium? Oh no. my God. No, no, that's no uh, terrible idea. Like that would take up half your dorm room. <laughs> you would need a, a whole second dorm.
0: I yeah. can, I can, uh, I'll throw one out there. It's a, it's a little itty bitty game. All right. That requires six tiles worth of space. The Oregon trail. Ah uh, ha ha, it yes. is such a fun board game and it, it's it's really wild because as you're playing it you don't know who's going to die it's, it's super random and when you get down to what is it like i think you need to make 10 uh, is it 10 rounds you have to go it's like five per round or something so
1: i forget i i have, you it, have to get
0: to 50 or something
1: yeah i forget the rules like i think i played it twice but i do love that when you die, you like write, you know, on a little tombstone, your name and like how you died. It like really like sells it. So yeah, great.
0: Um, I've,
1: uh, I've never it's played intense. that
0: one. Man, it's, fun. it's we should play so it. fun.
1: Yeah, it's really good.
0: Wait, you did play it.
1: Yeah, you did play it.
0: I think you played with Josh and I the night we played survive.
1: No, we
2: just played survive, I think. Oh, so we just brought yeah. Oregon
0: Trail around with us. Yeah, and we played it. yeah, it is. Uh, it's one of those games that you have to get imported because I believe it's still a target exclusive. Or that's, maybe that's Amazon? We got
1: our, no, that's where we got our copy is at Target.
0: Yeah. Like the Target logo is on the box.
1: Yeah. Um, so something I would definitely have is called Zombie Dice. It's this awesome dice checker game. It's a push-your-luck game, and it's essentially gambling. Uh, but pretty much um, what you're doing is you're taking three dice, rolling them, and you're trying to get brains you're playing as the zombies trying to eat as many brains as you can so you roll your three dice any brains that you roll stay on the table um any shotguns that show up uh, are bad you don't if you get three shotguns your turn's over someone's blowing your head off and you lose all the brains that you've collected or you get feet which allow you to re-roll so after you roll you set all your brains aside your shotguns aside You take the feet you draw up to three dice again then you just keep going until you either stop collect your brains or you get blown away by shotguns and i love this game it is so fun it's like in the small little tube so like not very big size it's very exciting i've played it at at a party one night and everybody was up on their feet like chanting like we were just chucking dice and drinking and just having a great time it's and they
0: were chanting
1: we were literally oh like...
0: win oh win oh win
1: <laughs> and everyone so, clapped yeah everybody clapped okay it did happen
0: the uh the final game i'd suggest and i don't know if david was gonna get to it but uh i'm a big fan of Coup. that is a great little party game
1: We got to play that more. I've only played it like once or twice and I just, I'm not sold on it. So I need you to like really sell me on it. You got to play it it in person. Yeah. It's it's really good in person. Okay. So it's a good lying
0: game. So you'd be terrible at it. Yeah. I'm I'm a terrible liar.
1: You have to wear like sunglasses and a mask and a big hat and like, you know.
2: Yeah. Um, the game that I would suggest—it's uh, fairly simple. It's a cooperative game called Forbidden Island. Ooh,
0: that's good. Huh? Kinky.
2: Have you—you you, you haven't played that, oh, um, Sean? No, I have not. Okay, well, um, Forbidden island is a cooperative game where essentially uh, everyone has their little pawn. They have their character. Each person has a specific skill, and they are trying to collect um, four treasures off of this Island and get them back to the helicopter. But the thing is, is that eventually each, so the, the Island is a bunch of different tiles that is spread out on the, the board. Mm. Uh, and the Island is sinking slowly. The Island is sinking. So you, you draw cards every, every round and that will indicate which tile is starting to sink or mm. be flooded. Uh, and the goal is to get all four of the treasures, And everyone, back to the helicopter to escape the island. It is a lot of fun. There's a lot of strategy involved in it. It's really easy to learn and play. Um, The box is actually pretty small, too. They have um, two other games in the same series, a similar concept. Um, There's Forbidden Desert and Forbidden Sky. But I would say Forbidden Island is probably um, the, the best one to pick up and play. That's always a very solid game.
1: Yeah, I played Forbidden Island. I had a great time with it. It was a lot of fun. Uh, one last suggestion for me: this is just kind of blanket, like a really great idea. If you're into games and you want to, you're going to be living in a smaller space for a period of time. But the Tiny Epic games are excellent. They have so many, and they're all different um, kinds of games. Like they have like a Tiny Epic Tactics where you're moving. Characters around and battling them, or they have tiny tiny epic zombies where it's like a zombie survival game. They have tiny epic mechs where you're building mechs and battling them. And it's like a sequencing game. Um, and they're just a lot of options for kind of all the types of gamers out there, and they're very small, very tight, compact boxes, and don't take up a lot of table space. So those are really great for if you're like traveling.
2: Sean, mm-hmm. there's one more that you really want to talk about, right?
0: Um, sheriff of Nottingham. It's a bigger box. It's uh.
1: there will be our one exception.
0: Like it, it is. It does take up a little bit of space, which actually makes no sense because it's a lot of just cardboard tokens. Well, the, the box, box is pretty yeah, the, airy.
2: The box is yeah. It's it's a wasted space box. You could really condense it down, but the game itself doesn't take up a lot of space. Okay.
0: Absolutely phenomenal bluffing game you need five people to really make it work. Well, I mean, four is passable. Everybody takes turns being the sheriff twice. That's it. Or is it, did I get that right, David, or did I fuck that up? Uh,
2: It's been a while since I played, but uh, essentially, yeah, the sheriff, whoever plays the sheriff uh, rotates. And yeah, I, the concept is everyone's trying to smuggle goods into the city and you have to get past the sheriff. So, it's like Sean said, it's a bluffing game. So you can say, well, like each item, there's like what apples, chickens, guns,
0: and gold and I gold,
2: think. something like that. Um, And each one's worth different points. So the more you can smuggle into the town, the more points you get. So you would, uh, you know, say I have five apples uh and then it's up to the sheriff to be like okay you can come in or not and then you can bribe the sheriff you could be like i have 5 apples and here are two gold for you for your kindness sir sure but then really you have um you know six chickens right oh, so uh and if the sheriff calls you out and you do have what you say then you get like points and shit like that. And if you get caught smuggling, you lose all your stuff. And it's well, you, it's a lot you of fun. Have to
0: get it through to sell it.
2: Yeah. It, it's point. it's a lot of fun. There's <laughs> a it it I've played that a few times and yeah
1: it's it's a ton of fun. But sweet. Yeah. I haven't tried that so you gotta we gotta play that sometime. Sounds good. And I'll lose it that because I'm a terrible liar. You know?
0: Yeah. Every time I've gone to try and buy it, it's not been there. And then when I don't want it, it's always there. It's the funniest, but did we miss any games?
1: If we that's... did, let us know. Yeah. That's our list. Obviously, that's our list. What's your list?
0: Yeah. We're, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to post our list for you to see, of course, maybe you can pick up a few, um, and, uh, tell us what you think of some of these games if you haven't played them before. And then on our next episode, we're going to tell you how to get rid of these games that have accumulated on your shelf and picked up some dust. I think we're calling it thinning of the herd. Who knows? No, Something like
2: that. I'm very sad
1: <laughs> about this episode. I don't know if I can do it. Okay, yeah,
0: we'll Owen, we'll replace you with need, our good friend he, Owen.
2: We're gonna help Owen figure out what to do with all of his extra board games that he doesn't play. I know,
0: I just, we'll have a game. This intervention. Like,
1: yeah, this is yeah, that's what I was just about to say. Is this a game intervention? A game intervention? It, it could be.
0: I'm not I'm not showing up for it. It is. Yeah. But for myself, David. And Owen. Hey, oh, you didn't even say <laughs> yo, but okay. Yo, I'm back. Baby. Owen, thank He's- you for listening to Three Men in a Meeple, and we'll chat soon.